Hey everybody, it's Precious Pioneer, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Precious the Foodie, the show that talks about anything and everything related to food and food culture and how it literally shapes and connects us all as individuals. The show where we'll be answering the most relevant and trying questions for the most curious-minded people. I've got the answers. Occasionally, sometimes I don't, so I'll bring in some friends to help clarify and to bring some truth and light to the show. But without further ado, um, I think that in 2020, we are really moving towards sustainability and fighting towards a greener planet. Um, We've been having a lot of issues with our agricultural systems, like the Amazon burning for the cattle industry, and then also the huge fires that are going on in Australia right now. My thoughts and prayers go out to those people and individuals, so if you can donate or even just spread the message of the impactful change of climate change and things like that, that would be so beneficial to support everybody out there struggling from these wildfires and things like that. Um, But looking towards like the agricultural system that we have in place and the problems that arise from it, I think we're all moving towards a greener, sustainable way to um to make change essentially and i feel like as individuals we kind of lose sight of what we can do um because the problems just seem so big and out of our control and so i kind of wanted to start off the new year happy new year everybody with something that can kind of motivate you and inspire you to make very small individualistic changes that can actually have a large impact as a whole like it may seem like one person but one person can be just your family and then that's five people and your five people can be your neighbors and that's 10, 15 people, a movement starts with just one and just a small amount of people can grow into a huge movement. And I think that just controlling food waste and things like that is what we're going to be jumping into and talking about today. Um, Because like food waste is one of those things that is just so trying and ends up in a landfill and we produce so much food, but at the same time, like if we were to utilize what we actually have, it would just be so impactful, not only to save the planet, but to save your money. And I think that who doesn't like saving money? So I think that's so important to kind of touch on today. And so today we're going to be talking specifically about food waste and what each of us can do to change the world. So jumping right in, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the ugly food movement, but basically it was something that was trending with it over the last few years or so about how grocery stores, just because like an apple is shaped kind of funny or like any kind of produce looks kind of weird or whatever, even though it's perfectly fine, they would just throw it away. And so that's one of like the major problems that we have. Um, 40% of groceries are wasted out of what we produce. 40%, which is like mind-blowing because there's so many starving people out in the world and all of these like huge contributing factors of how people go hungry yet we waste almost half of the food that we even create and that equates to 165 billion food dollars in food waste each year and that contribution um Uh, immensely impacts the agri directly impacts the agricultural problem that we have here when it equates to about 20 pounds per person each year 20 pounds 
um, that ends up in a landfill due to the waste. So let's save money and save the planet. And um, I've got some like major pro tips that we're going to kind of run through that you can kind of utilize on your day to day to kind of help reduce your um, carbon footprint and reduce your waste and your impact. And then also, if you're not wasting food and constantly throwing out food that you don't need, you're also saving money on groceries, you're saving money on X, Y, and Z. So pay attention. This is going to be really helpful for you. Um, I've used it and I've like kind of transitioned into this so I can personally say that like I like my expenses are like, incredibly low from this and so that's what I definitely recommend okay but going into tip number one is to look out for expiration dates um it's funny there's expiration dates on absolutely almost everything that we purchase except for produce if, unless you buy it in like um like a plastic ceramic wrapping or something like that but fresh produce with like their sticker that's usually fine but expiration dates were never meant for us like and i mean the consumer like the consumer is us the shopper xyz that is like the expiration date was never meant for us it was actually meant for fifo purposes for stores to be able to rotate old and new product so it's um when you get like batches of milk and cans and all these things that they're, they needed a way to differentiate the older products from the new so the expiration date became a labeling system of like when how to push the old product f forward in the like system where we go and grab our milk and things like that and then to put the newer products in the back so it's easily and readily available for us to you know pick up but because labeling um expiration dates became like a labeling system for us to monitor when the food and stuff is starting to go bad which can be helpful in some ways but honestly we can use our judgment and our senses to figure out when things go bad so if we have an unopened can or an unopened bag of lettuce or things like that that has an expiration on it even yogurt sometimes um we can we're able to tell whether or not it's go it goes bad so just to throw things away solely on the expiration date is incredibly wasteful because most of the time it's good at least for another week or a few days depending on the product meat you can kind of tell when it goes bad from its discoloration its sliminess things like that dairy it obviously has like a stronger uh moldy like uh stinky smell you know you can obviously tell when milk goes bad and things like that but if it smells fine it looks fine it tastes fine chances are it's going to be really fine and okay to eat and consume um so do not worry so much on expiration dates use your senses use your um your judgment because oftentimes we throw so many things away and it's perfectly fine and the uh, expiration dates were utilized um, in the in the favor of the stores because like when you throw a product you have to go out and buy more of that product even though it's fine like you pr go out and buy things prematurely even though you had it originally so just be careful about those things because um, usually if it has a solid seal it's fine um, and also doing your tests and things like that how to save and um, kind of keep keep an eye on that is that if you notice your food starting to go a little bit bad you know not fully like if let's say you have like fruit and things like that and they're incredibly ripe but you're not ready to use them if you seal them in a very uh, like a very clean ziplock and without air um, you can stick it in your freezer and utilize it for another purpose or when you're you realize that you have all this meat and things like that and you know that you're not gonna be able to pre prepare it in time before it does expire go bad you can um 
take the initiative to go ahead and seal it in your freezer and then it'll you can all you have to do is take it out thaw and whenever you're ready to use it you can same thing with vegetables i recommend for your fruit maybe you can you utilize that in a different way for smoothies and things like that but everything else will freeze really well or you can even prepare certain dishes like lasagna or other dishes in advance and then go ahead and freeze it and then you have a perfectly well portioned meal throughout without wasting it and having to throw it away into tip number two is to use all of your scraps I'm talking about your onion butts your potato peels your the ends of your carrots um, the the white parts of your green onion like all of your scraps can be utilized um, for other key dishes that you use anyway so when you're making soups and stocks and things like that um, you have to like use mise en place is what it's called like everything in its place which is essentially celery all the all your scraps of onion and carrot and things like that and you saute it or you boil it and things like that to create um, a very a, a vegetable stock base and so you can utilize all of that and create something out of it you can use all your scraps because it's still full of flavor and it's very impactful it's very very easy to do so when you're preparing any sort of meal and you use your onion and you have that leftover root part you can throw it into a ziplock bag and keep it in your fridge and then when you use your carrots and things like that and when you peel all of them you can save all of it and then you can even store it in your freezer until you're ready to use it and then all you have to do is like put it into a pan a little bit of olive oil medium heat um saute it till the onion kind of uh, is like if you're using a white onion till it's transparent in color and then you kind of know that it's called sweating your vegetables it's starting to steam and you can get that sizzliness or whatever and then you're going to add a lot of water like i would say like three quarters of the way full and then you'd let it simmer all the way down to a quarter and then you drain all the vegetables out and then you have this beautiful stock that you can use for soups you can use it to flavor your chicken you can use it for any sort of savory dish that you'd like like you can use it to, for an oven uh, cooked chicken meal you can literally save it or you can even freeze that stock for a later time to make to use it at whenever you want so you have this instead of buying a product like chicken stock or whatever off the shelf or you can you know a lot of people like the cream of chicken or pasta dishes you can utilize that recipe for that as well and then you can season it to taste salt pepper garlic whatever cayenne whatever your favorite flavors are you can add it and then you have something individual that something you were gonna throw away or utilize brand new ingredients like the fresh the the regular parts of the onion and stuff for for just for boiling it for flavor when you can use the end parts um for that as well because that's the part you throw away after you're done cooking with it you don't actually eat those parts so definitely utilize all of your scraps like you can definitely save money here and there because those chicken stock bot and vegetable stock bottles are like three three dollars or something and when you use them as frequently on something that you already buy you can save money and just utilize all of the product that you are purchasing like get every bang for your buck Okay, going into tip number three, I know for sure that everyone is has been guilty of this at least once. Like you go grocery shopping, you buy all your favorite things, la la di da da, and you put it in your fridge, 
and then when it comes to go grocery shopping again you you kind of have less space and you're just like okay so you start roaming through your fridge and then half of the things in there or like at least maybe one or two items you're like oh shoot i totally forgot i bought this and it spoiled like you bought like a pan of chicken or you bought some vegetables and it was in the back of your fridge for a couple of weeks or maybe even a month and you're like oh my gosh it's all moldy and gross i totally forgot i bought this so i think the key factor when you're um that goes into tip number three is to fifo your fridge fifo means f-i-f-o fifo means first in first out so whatever you buy first needs to go in the back of your fridge so if you buy a new carton of milk it needs to go in the back you need to finish your old one you see that's a very easy example most people do that but when it comes to vegetables when it comes to chicken when it comes to your your meat your pro everything in your fridge that you buy that is new needs to go in the back because it will last way longer than the stuff that you bought last week so also keeping a little chart of like or a grocery list of all the things that you do buy you're like oh crap i have um, a squash in the back of my fridge you know you need to keep track of all the things that you have that way you reduce all the waste that you just throw away simply because you forgot forgetting that you have things really isn't the most acceptable reason it's just so wasteful when it happens as frequently as it does like oh this mold is simply because i forgot like then you have to go buy another version of that product over and over again because you forget or like things like that and that quickly adds up every week so i definitely recommend organizing keeping your fridge really organized not cluttered so full of stuff that you can't see everything that you have utilizing what you have first before going grocery shopping don't go grocery shopping every week just out of habit go for necessities like okay i have x y and z like taking inventory of what you have in your fridge already before going and buying stuff is also really helpful like hey i already have yogurt already this week i already have spinach whatever whatever i don't need to buy it this week and then choosing items that you actually need to replace not just buying it out of habit and then having three sets of something and then and then letting it go bad you know what i mean like you've definitely witnessed like spoiled fruits and things like that just because we haven't gotten an opportunity to eat it because we're eating the newer products first or the newer food items first so keeping your fridge really organized and fifoing your fridge is the most effective way to reduce food waste in your own kitchen Okay, so this tip is for someone who actually has the backyard space. So if you don't and you live in an apartment or whatever it may be, this may be not for you. So you can go ahead and maybe skip a little bit of this part. Um, but basically, uh, my favorite thing that I did when I had my own home and my own space was to compost. Composting is an organic initiative to basically bring all the food that we produce back into the earth, back into the soil, and let it decompose naturally instead of in a plastic bag in a landfill somewhere. It's a really great use of um, like creating a fertilizer if you like to garden like I used to. Um, I used to have my own like vegetable and fruit garden and my plants just absolutely loved all the comp compost that I created. But basically it's a collection of scraps and stuff that you um, use and waste naturally, whether that's coffee grounds from your morning coffee, your eggshells, um, all of your scraps when you peel an apple or an orange or um, anything, but potato peels, literally any sort of produce that you use and you don't eat and is not consumable like even the pit of your 
um, cherries or your peaches and things like that you can literally put into a pile um, into your backyard and then it will start to decompose um, but the thing that I do have to say about this is even though it's such a great thing and you can add leaves and stuff like that I definitely recommend doing further research because technically there are rules and there's a little bit more that goes into it like you like you can't have any sort of meat dairy fish or any products like that or else um it will kind of attract the wrong kind of parasites and fungi and animals and things like that that you do not want at all you know you want it to keep it as organic as clean as possible and so food products um from that stems from produce or sticks and leaves and things like that will actually break down um in a healthy way that for the environment but any sort of meat bones and things like that will not and um it, it attracts a different kind of bugs and things like that so if you're really interested in composting it's really easy all you do is kind of keep a little bucket in the side of your kitchen so when you're cutting things you could just toss it in your bucket and when it gets full at the end of the day you literally just toss it in your backyard um depending on where you live whether it's cold rainy super sunny things like that you might want to cover it with the tarp because too much moisture can kind of infect affect like how it breaks down and things like that but like i said there's a whole bunch of different rules and stuff so i definitely recommend looking up the best tips to comp to develop a healthy compost but basically it's such an amazing fertilizer and it's completely organic because everything that you use is directly going into the soil so you know exactly what goes into it so especially if you have a vegetable or fruit garden um that's pulling those nutrients you know where those nutrients are coming from a lot of the fertilizers now if you were to go to home depot and things like that depending on which one you buy they kind of um may have different sort of things that you're really not interested in putting into the ground and like having your fruits and vegetables absorb so having control over that's really really cool um but yeah that was like definitely my uh composting spiel because like that really helps to reduce food waste in the most natural way because a lot of the food that we do throw away just ends up in a landfill but we can like actually have it break down in our own homes and like be in charge of that um it's so cool because it's 2020 and i've actually seen like videos of people who have these really cool house compost bins because it produces uh gases and things like that because it's literally breaking down um there's these really cool bins that people have like i guess i don't know it's it's so cool they i've seen them put them their food in these compost bins and as it produces gas they have it linked and tubed up to their houses and they actually have gas for like their stove and they use their compost for it so it's like uh hitting two birds with one stone they're like being super eco-friendly you know they don't need a co2 or a, a gas tank for their to light their stove they're literally using the natural like gas from their food products that they're using and composting and putting it back in the soil it's kind of like this crazy sort of thing i think that's really cool but um yeah let's move on to the next tip So going into this last tip, um, I feel like as an aspiring chef, I, I have worked in countless restaurants. I've worked in so, so many. And one of the biggest things um, that a lot of people do out, eat out on a regular basis, and statistically, um, most of the people who order food do, don't finish it. And when they do take their leftovers home, 
it's usually tossed in the trash. Like that is statistically proven that like most of the people who take home their leftovers just throw it away. And something that I recommend that you can do on the other side is that if you know that a restaurant is notoriously known for um, serving huge portion sizes that you can't finish, I recommend either splitting it with somebody or asking for a half portion. And restaurants are usually more than accommodating to like reduce the price for you and help cater to your needs. That way you kind of reduce how much food that they're giving you and so you can actually watch how much you're actually consuming but also can watch how much food is being wasted and on the other side i think this is also just a general restaurant issue because um because we are caught like with such a high inventory and such a high standards we end up throwing so much food anyway but i think that I don't know, I, would, I just want to make everybody aware of this situation because I feel like a lot of people don't know, but in 2020, can we please just be a little bit more decisive? And I know that sounds silly, but the thing is though, um, I don't know if you realize, but when you order something and you have it customized or you're like, okay, I let's say you order a cheeseburger and you're like, I don't want any cheese on it. Um, or I want my stick like the meat like medium rare whatever it may be and the server brings it at you order it and the server brings it out to you and you're like actually I don't want pickles on it either and this needs to be cooked um I actually want it like uh well or something like that um because you changed your mind and the food was brought to your table for sanitation reasons we're not allowed to take that food back and like re like uh redo it i guess and like bring it out and utilize that so about 95 percent of the time that that plate that was just handed to you is taken back thrown in the trash and then remade but that happened that's just you you know and we get thousands of customers every single day and so there's always people who like change their mind, which is fine. Like we're here to cater to you and we want you to enjoy your food. But at the same time, if you're watching the wastefulness and things like that, because of the sanitation laws and things like that, like we're not allowed to like reuse it or bring it back to the kitchen. It has to be thrown away. That is the policy known from all restaurants at every single restaurant that I worked at. That's why it takes a little bit longer to get your food back. You may seem like, oh, it's just a simple adjustment. No, you're getting an entire new dish. And so it's just so, so, so incredibly wasteful when customers and guests are indecisive because they'll order a sandwich and they'll be like, oh no, I don't want any basalmic glaze on it or I'll have extra this and extra that or whatever. And then they'll get it and they'll be like, just kidding, I actually want this. And actually, can I have this on the side? And then the servers are, of course, everybody's gonna say of course, but at the same time, like that's an entirely new dish we have to make and an entirely dish that was perfectly fine, thrown into the trash. Like, and we get that at least 30 plus times a day. And that's just my restaurant and there's so many restaurants all over the world you know so just being more decisive like when you order something know exactly what you want know exactly what edits you know beforehand taking extra time on the menu you shouldn't be surprised when there's onions in something or whatever when it lists it in the description like taking the extra time to read the menu is just so crucial and i know this sounds so silly but it's just 
it drives me nuts because like I'm, I'm more than happy to remake dishes for guests and things like that but what kills me is like throughout consistently throwing away dish after dish after dish over simplistic things like oh like I it has blue cheese on it I didn't know can I get a new one without it you know what I mean? And we can't use that food anymore because it touched your table. You took a bite, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? So 2020, let's be more decisive. So that's all I have for you guys today. If you guys have any food waste tips, I'd love to hear them. You can reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Precious Pioneer or at Precious the Foodie. If you prefer to see my smiling face while I um, share my podcast, I actually do YouTube videos um, related to similar topics that we discuss in our podcast. So you can also find me at Precious Pioneer there and I'd be happy to chat with you and discuss some of the topics that we've covered. Um, But I'd love to hear what you guys think of the show um please leave a review or subscribe and share it with your friends and all of these great things um i'm really excited um for this new year for the new content content that i have for you guys um thank you for again for all your consistent support um i'm still learning a lot throughout this process and it's just so exciting that this is just the beginning of my little pod journey and so thank you for everyone who like listens every week and gives me great feedback or even bad feedback like i just need it all so i can create uh better shows for you guys but thank you so much and i'll see you next wednesday ciao